Welcome back to the IPL podcast. Uh, we formed an alliance. Uh, joining us today um, is the pe- the great people at Three's Company, which is on the W. Is it the WWE? Nah, I can't speak. Sports Animal is like an affiliate, right? Or yeah. Like- so uh, me and Q-Tip work over at the Sports Animal, yes. um, and then they said, "Hey, you guys are young. Start a podcast." Uh, so here we are. We we started a podcast. Uh, Q-Tip fi- found Kylie uh, rummaging around his apartment complex and said, hey, let- let's add her to the podcast as well since she yeah, knows he, sports. Uh, so. I used to work at the same building that he lived at and uh, found me on Twitter. And he was like... Not creepy, though, hey. by the way. X.com. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, X. It's X now. Okay. And, yeah. and well, it was Twitter at yeah. the time, so... Yeah, and um, then we started and, the... Yeah. Oh, sorry, guys. Yeah, I was going to say, we started this podcast, and we've been... Uh, we're the only podcast, the only individual podcast on the sports animal. So we, uh, we carry that. So we say... You know, like directly affiliated with the sports animal, we're not in it for ourselves. So um, we yeah. say we're, you know, we're the best sports, po- we're the best podcast the sports animal has to offer. Absolutely. Yeah. I absolutely <laughs> agree with that. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, Tell Jim. Me- <laughs> <laughs> um, no jokes. They'll, they'll play. Have you guys seen like the Othello's commercial without Ashback? Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Have you guys. I haven't seen that. I haven't seen that commercial. Oh, no. Oh, no. It's Earlier, this was Parker's Wi-Fi he was working up. (laughs) Oh, it's all right. Ian will be back. But that's uh, that's the issue with the uh, the Internet age. You know, got got to have the uh, the connection. And then like the booms, they don't understand. They're like, what do you mean, Frozen? Yeah. What do you mean? Like, I don't know. It's uh, especially for gamers. It's it's the lag. Yeah. It's back. back. I... My Wi-Fi's stupid. <laughs> oh goodness! But, okay, it's it's usually eh. mine that's the problem with us three. So don't worry, I get it. I might yeah. like pop in and out here. So yeah, no, uh, we were rec- again we were recording earlier, and Parker was the one freezing up, uh, which I was like, that's awesome. I was like it's not me this time. <laughs> but um, oh, I feel like we have like very similar kind of podcast vibes, and I've been listening to you guys for a while and. Low key, I kind of took like the the list and the draft idea, kind of from you guys a little bit, and I was like, "Oh, this would be really cool to do." So thank you guys for the extra content. Well, look, <laughs> and and that's an idea that's been done for uh, yeah. years. So we did we didn't start it. So uh, again, feel free to to do whatever. We're we're not going to come uh, banging on your doors or anything. Oh, it's definitely not original to us. I even saw on like the the Jason and Travis Kelsey one. They did top five cereals one time. So I was now like, hey, we will say idea. that they they did steal our idea. We will. That's say right. That. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, way after yeah. We that's did right. We're su- <laughs> we're suing you. <laughs> well, yeah, that that case is pending legally. Yes. It's pending. Yeah. That, that so we can't we can't submitted. talk about yeah. that. Yeah. So, but let's just say Taylor's going to owe us a lot of money. I mean, that's a right. lot of money. That's right. right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Or some rides on that private jet. One of the two. Yeah, we'll take either. Yeah. But no, I mean, you guys are good. Like, I, I'm gonna. I'm not gonna. I won't lie to you guys. Um, I've listened to another radio station and I've heard my exact tweet before. Um, on a different radio station. Um, so 
Like, I mean, word for word, it's like at least change a word, you know, like Jeez. if we're going to learn how to plagiarize here, let's, let's learn how to do this, you know, somewhere else. like change, change a word or two, right? This isn't mm. high school. So no, I mean, look, we're here, we're, we're here to give you guys the extra content. Um, and you know, if you, you can just kind of claim to be the number one radio station in Oklahoma, if you want to, and, uh, cover OU sports and just read my tweets. Sports radio. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Like you, you, not firing. Good Lord. <laughs> <laughs> Goodness. <laughs> I mean, uh, you, you know, you, you, if you say it, you got to back it up. So, you know, just we'll, we'll keep doing us. I like us. Just throwing the shots in the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's, that's Q-tip for you, though. Yeah. Fair. I love it. Got out Q-tip. Well, yeah. you know, you, you hear your tweets out live on the air somewhere else, and you're like, "Really, guys? We can't, we can't come up with original content." What? So. I'm pretty sure his exact words were uh, when his reaction to that was, "Cite your sources." <laughs> that's Before, Big J journalism, right there. Q -tip. Yeah. I, know, I know, I know. That's all. I'm, that's all I'm about. I'm about the Big J journalism. You know, yeah, press, something like that. Yeah, Preston. Preston likes to call me the Big J journalist on the sports channel. Yeah, that's what yeah. he. That's mm -hmm. actually what he calls me. Besides Q tip sometimes. It's yeah. really. Yeah. We I are also him. all about Big J journalism at the IPL podcast, uh, <laughs> including when we were Kinda. prepared to eat every single pop tart uh, variety known to man. <laughs> If Oklahoma State had made the Pop Tart Bowl, uh, I like the commitment. Sadly, yeah. they were not selected. Um, yeah. Well, hopefully, there's next year for that. We were prepared. Hopefully, we yeah. were prepared. We're still now, prepared. <laughs> now, where, would you have tried if they were if they are picked like you know next year or going going forward? I know Ian, this bowl isn't meaningful to your heart. The Mayo Bowl, like, would you go <laughs> online and see all the different ways that Mayo is eaten and just go to town? Uh, I don't know. I uh, <laughs> honestly, I may be retired from the the mayo thing. Um, Not a lot of conviction there, man. Come on, you, I was yeah. pretending yeah. to be frozen. I was yeah. pretending to be frozen. Yeah, you disconnected your Wi-Fi. Yeah, I got you. Yeah. I got you. <laughs> like I said, Big J journalism over here. So I gotta hit ask the hard hitting questions. Yeah. No. No, you're good. Um. No. So I, I did that. I I don't know if I'll go this next year. Kind of depends on the date. Mm -hmm. My brother wants to go back. He went on the trip with me, so uh, he may try to compete in it next year. <laughs> so he may have better results than I did. Uh, second generation uh, Mayo. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, that that was a really cool time. I've never been to Charlotte, so that was really cool. Um, and you drove, right? Yeah. Holy Sixteen cow. hours. Holy cow. We split, but it was still just like. Yeah. Hey, when you're young, you got to do it, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, when else can you say that you competed in a Mayo Combine, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> add that to the resume. Add to the resume. Uh, so I have a question. I, yeah. I'll, I'll get this started. I have a question for you guys. So right off the bat, um, we're going to talk about OU going to the SEC. Uh, you know, I have a question. So just today, the rules were clarified for how the 12-team playoff is going to be seeded. With uh, they, they went with the 5-7 and seven format. They went with the conference champions, highest ranked, will be in the 5, and then the 7 after that. So how do you think the schedules are out for OU? How do you think season one is going to go um, in the SEC? Hard-hitting question right off the bat. <laughs> 
Uh, well, I'll go ahead and start and I'll say that, you know, I said this, we interviewed uh, George Stoya back in the summer and I threw the question at him that it, it, me personally, I don't think the SEC is the, the big, uh, everyone in the SEC, I should say, is the big bad boys that everyone thinks that they are, right? Um, outside of Alabama, and there's question marks now with Alabama, right? You know, new, bringing in basically all new coaching and losing a lot of players and stuff like that. So there's big question marks there. But outside of Georgia, um, LSU every, you know, two to three years, Auburn every, you know, five years, stuff like that. All the other teams, I mean, Vanderbilt, Mississippi State, Ole Miss, or I guess Ole Miss is going to be pretty good. They, they, you know, have circled the uh, the transfer portal and stuff like that. So, but there's there's a bunch of teams there that you just sit back and look and say those are beatable teams, right? Um, now their win total in Vegas right now is what six and a half, I think, for the Sooners. So you know we'll see uh, when it comes to that. But I think that they will fare better than what most of the fans think. Um, and I, I, like I said, I, I just don't think, you know, top to bottom, the SEC are, are the big, bad, you know, teams that everyone thinks they are. I think the bottom is closer to the middle of the big 12. And I mean, we saw what OU did in the big 12, right? Yeah. Um, oh, I think ahead, if I had to throw out, um, just a prediction pretty much only based on, you know, our last season performances, I think that we're probably with just the hype of going to the SEC and everything and to start out hot and heavy and then fall off with a loss that we shouldn't lose to. Um, do I think they're going to make it to any sort of playoffs in the first season? I hope so. I don't think so. Um, but I do think they'll start off better, give us some some hope there, and then maybe take a loss that they shouldn't have taken. Yeah, and I mean, like you mentioned, they, they announced how they're going to do this playoffs. It's going to be five and seven. And I think the SEC bias, I mean, we kind of, we saw it this year, right? They left out an undefeated uh, ACC champion to put the SEC in the playoff. Uh, it doesn't, I mean, the getting into the playoffs, I think it's going to be a lot easier for um, the, uh, for the SEC, for SEC teams. Like they could lose three games and we, and we could be talking about Oklahoma safely in the playoffs. I, I mean, it's all going to just come down to that quarterback, right? How good is this freshman quarterback going to be? And if if he's everything that everybody wants him to be, right? He comes out, he flashes like a like a Caleb Williams or you know like Spencer Rattler did his first year. Um, it's going to be it should be a, a really fun season for Oklahoma. They have some tough teams, you know. You got to go. To, you got to go to LSU. Alabama's coming in town. You got to play. Uh, you got to play Missouri, I believe, right? I haven't yeah. looked at the schedule yeah, in a Tennessee. while. So Tennessee, yeah. You, I mean, you have some tough teams. Don't get me wrong, but if the quarterback's everything that they make it out to be in year three of Brent Venables in this defense, I mean, this team, you're you're looking at maybe two to three losses. It, it blows my mind if Preston's right about his number at six and a half. I would easily put all the money I could on the over because. I don't see any any way that they don't win more than seven games. I mean, look, going into OU Texas, they should be what five and zero, right? I mean, yeah. if you look at their schedule, I, I think it's something like that. I, I don't have it. They off play the top Tennessee, of my head. I think, right out. Like, I think they play Tennessee in that in the month of September, yeah. and that that's a winnable game. So, yeah. that's their toughest game. Yeah, I sure hope you're right. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Listen, I'm probably the the biggest OU stand in this in this chat here, and I I hope you're right for sure. <laughs> Tennessee is going to be tough. I mean, uh, they got the the freshman quarterback coming in as well. I think he played yeah. a little in the uh, that Cheez It Bowl game, but that that's going to be a very fun matchup for sure. 
And uh, you know, you got uh you got Houston and Tulane. I mean both both winnable games, but yeah, I'm definitely I'm first definitely year head coaches for you. both of those guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then of course first year with Alabama as well. So yeah. I mean that's a I mean Whichever which way you want to slice it, that's a big break that Saban uh, is not coming yeah. to town. No, 100%. Yeah. And right. I mean, if LSU goes off the rails, we could look, be looking at a brand new coach at LSU because yeah. we know those guys aren't patient with their coach and what this year three of Brian Kelly. So yes, yeah. if they lose, yep. you know, they lose four or five games before they get to OU, I mean, we could be looking at a different coach at LSU come the last game of the year. That would be tough for Brian Kelly and his family. <laughs> yeah, his family. Yeah, family. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man. But no, I mean, so I guess Bedlam's going away forever now. I don't I don't know. But it's weird to have like conversations about Bedlam ending. Cause you almost you wanna laugh, but then it's also just like Man, we're really getting rid of this. Like, what are we doing yeah. out here? <laughs> well, and and I would like your guys' input input being you know, OSU guys and, and probably more plugged in than I am because um, I you know I, I don't really pay too too much attention outside of football season with when it comes to Oklahoma State. Um, it, to me, it just seems like the the will to uh, not want to play Bedlam is is one sided in my opinion, right? And I think it comes from the people there in Stillwater. They don't want to play Oklahoma. Uh, do they have to? No, they don't have to, right? It's not in their conference anymore. But it seems like there's a will from Oklahoma to want to keep playing that game, but not from from Oklahoma State. Yeah. Uh, from what has been said externally, 100% true. However, if you're o- in my opinion, if you're OU's uh, athletic administration and – this other side is actively going like on social media and being like, no matter what, we're not playing. Then it's kind of easy to sit back and say, well, we did everything we could. We wish that it would go on. But if, if Oklahoma state actually came to the negotiating table uh, and said, Hey, we do want to make this think about this for OU. Not only would you be playing Texas every single year, which that happens to be a conference game. So that works out. But then you'd also add in another game in Oklahoma state being a rivalry. So that's penciled in every single year. So for both sides, I think if they're wanting to make that 12-team playoff, it's probably beneficial for both sides at the end of the day. Uh, it just really hurts me for the other sports. Yeah. Uh, and I understand that football definitely is the moneymaker. But, I mean, Bedlam basketball, that going away hurts. Bedlam wrestling, Bedlam softball has become great over the last couple of years. Yeah. Bedlam baseball – um you know bedlam women's basketball has even been great in the past few years and with two young uh up-and-coming women's basketball coaches at both ou and osu it just really hurts that that's going to be going away um but that that's my opinion on it yeah and even if you look at ou they they don't need that um oklahoma state game like you said just because of how how you know heavy their schedule is going to be and I mean, you never know with the Big 12, right? The Big 12, you know, adding all these teams could be be great too. And Oklahoma State might not even need that game on their schedule. But I, I think yeah. it's one of those games where does it need to be played every year? Probably not. But, mm-hmm. you know, can we get, you know, two games in, uh, you know, in a five-year span? I, I think that would be, be, be good. But like, great. for example, OU, right now they play Maine at the end of the season. A lot of SEC yeah. teams will schedule uh, a team like that at the end. That effectively would be Oklahoma State essentially yeah. it may not be yeah. at the end of the season but is that what they want is, you know 
SEC teams are able to use that game late in the season as essentially an, another buy. Yeah, like a get right uh, game, if you will. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So do they want to go into you know Boone Picking Stadium, a hornet's nest, late into the end of the year, and you know who knows that could be the difference between a a ten seed or being left out if you lose that game and that that's yeah. your fourth or fifth loss. No, that's right. a good point. Am, am I going to be the only one that's not going to be surprised when every other sport except football decides to just continue with Bedlam? Because wrestling's going to – it's still going to happen no matter what. Cause yeah, wrestling OU's, continues. I forgot about that. Yeah, wrestling re- does continue. Wrestling's going to continue. And I know at least from the Oklahoma State side and almost every other sport, I don't know about basketball for the men's side, but almost everyone wants to continue these Bedlam games, especially like your spring sports, your baseball, your softball. makes sense. It's 50-plus game schedules. So – Am I the only one that's not going to be surprised? It's just going to be every sport but football that will still have Bedlam. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised at that at all. I think it's a silly decision in the first place to discontinue Bedlam, like from the jump. I mean, it's great for the state, for the people, for both schools. Um, it's like even just financially, it's great for both sides of it. Um, it mm-hmm. like generates so much with you know OU fans and OSU fans, you know, traveling to and from and. Uh, even just getting together there as a state, I think it was a ridiculous decision in the first place, but you know, I'm not the one out here making the choices. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I wouldn't be surprised. I, I think they probably will. I, it, will they take a year off? Maybe. But after that, I, I think that the, they'll end up playing in all those other sports. It, it just makes sense. You think Mike Gundy ever coaches a Bedlam football game again? Ooh, that's a good Not question. if he can help Ooh. it. Not <laughs> he may, yeah, I don't know about that he, he may retire if that announcement comes out tomorrow. <laughs> like, but but I by mean, that point, he'll be a man and he'll be like 64, so I don't, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> but, you know, I just think, too, I mean, without knowing or talking to anybody specifically, I do think Oklahoma State's, you know, administration maybe felt a little burned by some of the talks that were going on uh, with OU in Texas, but – OU is not obligated to to let Oklahoma State in on on those conversations. Uh, it was always going to be something like this, where they were going to be having conversations on the side. And if we're being honest, o- OU and Texas are in a different class uh, in terms of uh, program history, donations, all that kind of stuff. So it makes sense for them to go to the SEC. Uh, well, and let's not count out Oklahoma State making it to the sec at some point either oh right yeah i agree yeah yeah Yeah. it's not it's not escaping my mind that if if uh everything was reversed oklahoma state would do the exact same thing oh yeah if that there was that opening and it was oklahoma state and texas instead of ou in texas you would have we would have slammed the door on y'all as well yeah no 100 (laughs) percent. yeah yeah nobody would have blamed you (laughs) <laughs> everybody too is blaming ou and texas yeah. for the dissolution of college football like, conferences and that's just not true if you want to blame some people blame you know nebraska leaving yeah. years mm-hmm. ago blame colorado leaving only to come come back now mm-hmm. later um but that is that's ridiculous to blame ou and texas for essentially the pac 12 dissolution when it was their own administration yeah. that ruined that they, they kind of just started a movement that was probably going to happen anyways right yeah yep 100 percent. just so much money thrown around man it's crazy yeah you know for sure um yeah because when i think about it right i, I don't blame oh you one bit i think we were alluding to that before my whole thing was like okay i don't blame them 
I feel bad that we got left out, but go get your money, you know? Yeah. Just yeah, I, I'm I'm all for if you can get your bag, go get your bag. Go get your bag. In any type of you know scenario, right? Now, how yeah, do you guys I, feel about the Oklahoma State players leaving? Like you know, Trace Ford, um, the pitcher and softball. Like, what are your oh, what are your well, true thoughts? Because I've seen, mm-hmm. yeah, like uh, uh, I've seen the Twitter trolls that want to overreact to everything. So let me get an actual valid point than people that aren't just going to cuss at me on Twitter whenever I try to ask this question. I, as a person who has to sit and watch, cause I I'm Robert's producer and I sit here and I have to look at the fire for so long. I got to sit <laughs> here and say, I'm fine with it mainly because Oklahoma state's also benefited from it. We appreciate, I believe it's, I believe, was it Ben Abram from last year? Believe it yeah i mean that name sounds really familiar but i I believe that guy turned into probably our ace when it comes to oklahoma state baseball so there's been a proper exchange of talent in which again it hurts because especially with trace ford and everything he went through and the maxwell that oh goodness that very much hurts especially after the start of softball but it's fair because these talents are getting traded everywhere. It's not yeah. just exclusive to OU and Oklahoma state. Heck half of Oklahoma state's roster from football this year, if they transferred out, they're still in the big 12. So I'm not surprised with it. I mean, I assume for OU, there's a good chunk of guys that are stuck in the sec with y'all. So it's not like that. It's exclusive between, between the States. It's everybody's picking at everybody with the transfer portal. I'm fine with it. It's it's the 1% of idiots on Twitter for every single fan base that take it way, way too far. Yeah. The loudest. And Oklahoma fans seem to be at the center of that more often than not. Yeah, there's more than 1% of them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 1% of them. Yeah. It's like a no, – like yeah. I think there are, there are obviously um, scenarios for each one of those people. Uh, Trace Ford – uh, wasn't getting the playing time. I think that he maybe wanted, he had a lot of injuries um, and this new coaching staff reached out to him. I mean, I mean, he'd put himself in the portal. So I, I don't have any problems with that. Kelly Maxwell. Um, a lot of people were upset because I, for a while I covered OSU softball. Um, so I'm pretty familiar with, with all of them and her pitching coach that recruited her retired uh, John Barfelt. So, Again, that that also, I mean, does it hurt that she's going to go to Norman? I mean, yes, in a sense. But they're the premier program in college softball. Mm -hmm. So uh, if they want you, then uh, that pull is going to be tough, uh, especially when the coach maybe that was keeping you there is no longer. Um, But no, I I definitely think that do what's best for your your college career and your family. Uh, Now, if Ollie Gordon had went to OU, that would have hurt. I mean, <laughs> let's be let's be honest. Like that, they might have lit Norman on fire. The Oklahoma State, yeah, fans. yeah. If so, all went to OU, in this conversation would be different. <laughs> there are certainly exceptions, but overall, my opinion is is you know it, it, you're an opponent now, but do what's best for you and, and get the bag, like Preston said. Yeah, it's, well, any even like Trace Four, like he's a local kid, right up, up from mm-hmm. you know Edmond, right? That that's very that's almost what almost right in the middle of the, of the two schools mm-hmm. um depending on traffic on the day right so it, was he going to go anywhere else 
right? I, I doubt it, right? He wanted to stay local and, and, right. and play like that. Now, if it's a kid from, you know, Louisiana that starts at OSU, has a great, you know, two years, and it's like, all right, I'm going to enter the portal, and then OU pounces on him, then I can see, you know, where some where, where some hate might, uh, might lie. But you, you can't knock a kid for wanting to play a little bit closer to home and maybe a team that he imagined himself growing up play for. Right. And I, you know, I don't know trace or anything like that. So I don't know what his, he envisioned as, as a kid or anything like that, but that's just something I, you know, I, I think of. The reality yeah. is there are lots of, of young players in Oklahoma that are grew up wanting to play for OU. I mean, yeah. that's just the reality. Yeah. yeah. I wanted to go to OU for the longest time. And then I went to, to two complete opposite schools. <laughs> my, so if I cut that my, out. Cut that out, Levi. <laughs> Sorry, my, Ian. No, nah, gotta be good. dropped. It's all good. Yeah, my initial reaction to like both Ford and Maxwell, I thought Maxwell stunned more, it's just because it was like our best pitcher. And honestly, I kind of thought like after the season, like I think Maxwell's going to transfer. I think it's probably best for her to get some new scenery because she wasn't performing as well, and that's okay. But when I saw that OU come in, I was like, oh. Well, and it makes Dang. sense, right? Because Jordy yeah. Ball leaves OU, and there's a, a massive hole yeah. there for a, a great starting pitcher for, for OU, and they, they pounce, and, and they get one of the best. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But oh, I was like for Jordy Ball the other yeah. day. Oh, that yeah, was, that, man. that's that unfortunate, brutal. man. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but it, it felt like, oh, they can't keep getting away with this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and, and is that the sentiment? Because obviously we sit here and, and we watch all these OU softball games and you hear all these people saying, move it out of Oklahoma, uh, the college uh, Women's College World Series out of Oklahoma City. It's it's home field advantage. Um, it, is that the, the sentiment that you guys feel as, you know, Oklahoma State people? Obviously, Oklahoma State is just right down the road there from – from Hall of Fame Stadium, it's not, you know, an incredible journey for for fans to make. And there's a lot of OSU fans in the metro area. Is is that the same feeling you guys get? Or is it, you know, it's kind of cool, I think, getting to go see your your favorite yeah. team play in the World Series. You know, I, I freaking love it. Uh, I think it's one of the best things Oklahoma City does uh, year in and year out. It It is kind of funny that, like, OU is the best team and, you know, OSU's, like, right there. But, like... It wasn't always this way. Yeah. UCLA had a great it's run. Kind of a coincidence, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it just that's how it turned out. Yeah. And you know, when Gasco retires and maybe her son takes over, maybe they'll take a step back and maybe we get like a rotation. But I mean, look, it's kind of like a, you know, Q tip, Levi, we're both, you know, we're wrestling guys. Mm-hmm. They're Roman Reigns right now. And sometimes you gotta acknowledge the tribal chief. <laughs> Well, and Oklahoma is yeah. just a hotbed for softball. I mean, you look at yeah. USAO, yeah. Uh, USAO down in Chickasha, <laughs> um, Roger State up there in, mm-hmm. in Claremore. There's a bunch of good softball programs in the state. Yeah, yeah and I, I mean, it wasn't Oklahoma City wasn't randomly chosen. That's where the softball yeah. Hall of Fame was. And no, I, I think that it's great. And o, OU softball has been successful for many years. I mean, like you guys mentioned, but just because they weren't actually winning the championship, nobody said a word, despite exactly. the fact they were making it to the World Series, which is only eight teams mm-hmm. every year almost. It'd be like uh, if Nebraska ran college baseball, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. There's an argument to be made of of having it rotate, um, but 
you know, I think it's, it's, it's what's the thing is where else has the, the, as yeah. good of facilities as Oklahoma city, when it comes to, to playing, oh, are you going to go play it in Alabama where only people can sit behind that, the backstop? No, it's <laughs> not going to happen. Also a lot of uh, women in my family are big softball players. It means a lot for them yeah. to mm-hmm. be able to go uh, when they, whether they play middle school ball there or, or especially high school ball where the state championships uh, are held there at hall of fame stadium. It means a lot because they know that's where the world series is. Yeah. So that's like the goal to get there. It's kind of like the big house in a way for, for, ba- for high school basketball in Oklahoma. So it, it's, it, it would lose that luster a little bit if the world series wasn't played there. And so selfishly as an Oklahoman, um, I, I say that it's great for the city and it's great for the state. Yeah, oh, it's, sure. it's absolutely one of the only like things that Oklahoma really has going for it. It's not like we're going to get, you know, any other sports, you know, playoffs and, you know, championship games here because we don't have the facilities for it. So we do have this. I say give it to the state, but that's well, just me speaking as Oklahoma an Oklahoma State Thunder are about to win an NBA. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Don't, don't worry about yeah, that. Yeah. I didn't know you the college <laughs> sport yeah. level. Like, let let me pull out my uh, my parade route plans real quickly. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> hey, you don't get to you don't get to have parade route plans. You see, Preston Poole's a Thunder hater. Okay. I, yeah. I'm, I'm a realist, I think. Preston Poole drinks any color Gatorade except for blue. And that's the, the issue. That's why me and Preston fought. We and Preston fought for two hours on Saturday just because how much he hates the Oklahoma City Thunder. Preston, you're in the wrong Zoom call, my friend. You, yeah, well, you are surrounded. You know, I I sit there at the radio station, and uh, you know, I'm dealing with Matt Pinto and, and Gideon Hamilton and and Matt oh, Ravis, and, and it's it's just all swirling around my head. You know, it's so yeah. it's pretty crazy. But no, look, I yeah. it, and if you guys want to switch it over to Thunder, we you know, let us off the leash because we've got some Thunder takes. But um, <laughs> look, I, I I love the Oklahoma City Thunder. I, I and I even said the other day, I think that this this uh, iteration of the of a big three to me could potentially be better than the the you know Westbrook Harden and, and Durant big three but what Preston doesn't want to admit okay and it's because I'm right um is <laughs> the fact that this team that Sam Presti is scared to make a move because he's scared to do what what the big three of last time did right where they didn't win a championship he gets criticized and people take screenshots of that team. It's just, he's sitting on all these draft picks. And he's like, well, let's just wait another year. Let's just wait another year. Right. And before too long, Shea Gildas Alexander is going to get frustrated and he's going, look, he's a superstar. Okay. Superstars get frustrated. There's no problem with it. Okay. I mean, even LeBron left Cleveland. All right. So but what we need uh, for Christmas, um, we gave our favorite teams a Christmas present, and I gave my favorite team of the Oklahoma City Thunder the Christmas present of an aggressive general manager. Sadly, it didn't get delivered. Um, it got shipped back because they signed Bismack Biombo, right? And if you ask Al Ashback, we don't even know who the hell that is, all right? <laughs> so it's so I I'm so ready for Sam Presti to take this treasure trove of draft picks, right? He's done a great job with this rebuild. He's, he's ahead of schedule, right? He's got these superstars. He's got, he hit the number two pick and he hit it. He hit home run with it, right? He could have drafted Jabari Smith and we could be sitting here going, well, the Thunder one player away. He drafted J-Dub with the 12th pick. He's done a great job in the second round. He's done a great job with all of these players. Now he needs to get a play. He needs to get 
not Kendrick Perkins type, but he needs to get a veteran big man that's going to get to it's going to get some rebounds. And this is something that Preston just refuses to believe. And that's well, the issue. that's why we argue all the time. And my issue with it is, is that you have to have a certain type of big man with this team, right? Because they're up and down the floor, fast pace. You can't have the the, the you know typical big man come in and work well with this roster. You need a guy that's going to be able to shoot shoot from behind the uh, the three point line shoot you know good jumpers at a high percentage and it is good around the the basket rebounding and stuff like that and i don't know about you guys but there's not very many of them available in the nba right now no uh for me with the thunder uh tyler the point that you brought up of i understand wanting Presti to make a move because whenever you say see twenty thousand draft picks until like 2075 uh it gets frustrating the the uh, the two words you used in your sentence was or the several words in your sentence was ahead of schedule uh i think because okc i don't think anyone expected okc to be here right now to be no one right at the top I, of the west mm-hmm. i kind of called it but i don't want to too, I don't too much i don't want to too much he, he too was much. also just oh, chugging the blue kool-aid uh, in the i mean look it, the, they were only serving it all summer Okay, that was my that was the issue. I understand because we've been on the Chet bandwagon whenever he was at Gonzaga. We were sitting here like, oh, Chet's gonna be great. We need him on the OKC Thunder. We did not really expect Chet to to come here. And they were like, oh, wait, we are gonna get to draft Chet. It worked out perfect. And then I just don't think anyone expected SGA to become potentially the MVP this year. And because of that devel- development, J-Dub turning into a true guy that can be either a two or three and same with Chet, um, I think it's just everything's so ahead of schedule. And so because everybody's so young, half of the roster's on contracts, half the contracts is on a bigger contract, Lou Dort, SGA are on the big ones. And because also Josh Giddy could potentially be on the way out with his contract, I don't blame for the moves to be trade a whole bunch of guys that were not seeing roster time for Gordon Hayward and then also Bismack Biombo and just play it out for the season because with all the money and all the power and all the picks, you can figure out what doesn't work now and then trade all those guys away and then you have enough power to do that in the offseason. And so with MVP Shea, with truly quote-unquote second-year Chet Holmgren and J-Dub rising up and J-Will being there with the uh, twin memes, you can take over the league next year. Yeah, and uh, and Bismack Biombo is is a guy that you're going to see play every fifth game, maybe. I mean, it's going to be situational. So that that imprint's going to get permanent on the bench. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) No, I mean he'll play against teams like the Timberwolves, and you know, I I know they're already done with the Nuggets. But if they happen to see the Nuggets in the playoffs, uh, he'll play against teams with more traditional big men. And other than that, he's not going to see time. Now, Gordon Mm -hmm. Hayward, on the other hand. I would expect him to play probably somewhere from, you know, probably starting 15 minutes to start off, but you'll see him, you know, round into about 20 minutes a night. It wouldn't surprise me if that man eventually just takes Josh Giddy's job and Giddy goes to the bench. Yeah, I I, I just don't see that happening You're just right giving now. Up a lot of size. Yeah, um, I, I, I think that the Thunder like the starters that they have. And let's be honest, guys, the, the starting lineup doesn't really matter when it comes down to crunch time, right? Because we don't see Josh Giddy closing games, mm-hmm. right? That, that's yeah. where you're going to see Gordon Hayward at if he is, you know, 100% healthy and, and good to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm uh, just 
I was, I was just going to say, you know, they, they did all of this work, right? They have all these picks. They traded all these guys that kind of flashed. I mean, we see how good um, Trey Mann is, right, in Charlotte. He's already dropping 20, and and he's, you know, it's this, it's the potential that they could have tried to trade for somebody better than the guy that almost busted my bracket when I was 11, right? I mean, <laughs> come on now. You're telling me there wasn't somebody that was drafted in the in the – 20 teens no i mean we're getting 2010 right i mean come on this was seven years before i graduated high school and we're <laughs> I, I did see a stat sky. today that from what was it 2010 when he was drafted so there was only two players left from that draft still in the nba and uh, one of those is gordon hayward and the other is paul george and they, they play on thursday night so yeah now both have been on the thunder at separate times yeah <laughs> the way the, the IPL podcast wanted Laurie Markkinen. Uh, That's just yeah. a massive price tag with yeah. them, though. You know, Danny Ainge is sitting there looking at a staring a rebuild right in the face. He's going to want a bunch mm-hmm. of those picks that you got. Um, now, mm-hmm. would he have? That's fit? what they're for. Perfect. Yeah, True. that's what they're there for. And I mean, look, I, I'm not saying hold on to every single pick because they're not going to be able to take all those picks. But you, you got to be gonna try with it, right? Um, look, they're going to have Chet and J-Dub coming up on a contract at the same time. They're going to pay them at the same time. They have SGA that's going to be getting a Supermax here in, what, a year or two probably. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're coming up time to to pay a lot of people. And do they want to have to afford a, a Lori Markkinen down the road? And I just don't know if that's the case right now. Which that's the great thing about with having all these draft picks is because of the way things will eventually go, someone's going to have to bite the bullet and leave. So. Yeah. It's going to be unfortunate, but when you do, you can go take another guy in the draft that is going to be a high prospect that can take the time to either sit or start depending on how great they are, and you can just continue to do that while if some guy has to shuffle out, that's fine. Like with Giddy on this roster, if they don't come to a contract extension and he's not going to be back on the roster, whoop, you go out, we got another first rounder on the way. Yeah. If we've learned anything about Presti is that he's ne- he's not going to let another KD situation ever happen. So if there is any inkling of a person not being happy or wanting to leave, then they're getting traded for their max value or at least whatever he can Jedi mind trick another team into giving. <laughs> um, I'm not – I'm an optimist about the Thunder, so I'm not going to think about how Presti. we're probably not going to be able to keep all these guys. But – I mean, we have to be able to maximize these young guys' potential right now. And so I think I have to side with Q-Tip. Unload those draft picks that mean nothing right now and go get a guy that you need. It's time well, to die the river blue, okay? Yeah. <laughs> Look, I, I have been, I've been on that since day one. If I, you win one, that that's the ultimate goal is to win a championship. And you work things out from there. So, and, and I am excited to see all of the things that Presti has learned from the KD situation. I definitely think Shea is someone that we want to keep in Oklahoma city. Um, but, but we'll see. I mean, he's not from America. He certainly has no, had no ties to Oklahoma city before he got traded there. And so I'm just enjoying the moment right now with Shea. He is definitely overperforming, um, this season. And, We'll see with the rest. People, I know some people were a little disappointed when we got the number two pick because, of course, we weren't going to get Wimby, right? Mm. But turns out there were two elite picks uh, in in the draft. And so Chet has been incredible. 
but J-Dub becoming essentially Kawhi Leonard uh, in a sense, I would be happy with keeping those two guys. And if Shea asks, way for, asks for way too much money down the road, then then that's just how the cookie crumbles. He's going to be yeah. a Nick like, if he asks for way too much money. I mean, yeah. he loves New York City. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and just being around these guys at like media day and, and seeing them interact with each other, I mean, they all like each other. They're they're all really good friends. Like, I'll tell you right now, they're all goofballs. To to be quite honest with you, just seeing them interact with each other, it's like you know, you guys are you know very close. It seems like just seeing them, and uh, you know, to your point of having to pay all these guys, you know, I the Thunder have have been expecting this, right? You know, you look yeah. back the last couple of years, they've just been saving money, saving money, saving money, because we know this ownership group isn't scared to pay the the franchise tax, right? They did that for years when Kevin Durant and Russell Westbrook were here. Um, so they're not scared to do that. So they're going to do everything in their power to keep those three players in Oklahoma City for the long run. They would do it for anybody unless your name's James Harden. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, Could, I couldn't fork over that, that one extra mil for him. Yeah. Yeah. And he learns also, from that if, too. If look back, it's probably a good thing because he's a he's a nut job. So. Yeah. He should have been our nut job. <laughs> a casual NBA <laughs> fan on X.com, formerly known as Twitter. Also, like Harden would not have became the player that he became as the ISO ball yeah. Houston Rocket. There's not enough clubs here. Not enough clubs. Exactly. So, I mean, that's just yeah. kind of silly. I'm, do I think James Harden is an incredible player? Yes, and he was incredible on the Thunder. But that's just kind of silly, too. Just because he's a high rating in 2K doesn't mean that he would have, <laughs> you know, fit in still with KD and Westbrook down the road. And let's not forget how terrible he was in the finals. Okay. So yeah. I a mean, liability. If, he was a yeah. liability. He was. So, but now. Also... Oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, no, go ahead. I was just going to say, um, you know, we, we met, we've mentioned ahead of schedule. So let me ask you guys this going forward in the off season. Are we, are we wanting, cause I think I've seen, I think I've seen the Thunder projected like what number 10 uh, to get in the draft. Um, are we wanting a draft pick or because I'm totally ship them all out of here. I don't want to see one more young guy walk through the facility doors. <laughs> I want to see a veteran. I want to see a, I want to see somebody that's like 28, right? I'm not talking 19. I'm not talking 99. Like we just got in the, in with these free agent signings and these trades. No, I'm talking like somebody that actually has some juice in their legs. And I want to see like a Lori marketing, like you guys mentioned, or just somebody and not do it from a Walker. I mean, that's, that's just what I want to see walk through the doors of the Thunder facility. So I'll be honest with you. I was taken aback by the Gordon Hayward move. I didn't see it coming. I thought that Presti was aggressive there. Now, I had not heard about Gordon Hayward since he's been in Charlotte. I have no idea what he was doing. Yeah, I guess he was just there. Yeah, but well, playing like a hundred minutes a, a game too. <laughs> they were yeah. using him there. So. Playing the like only the, time the Charlotte Hornets are yeah. <laughs> yeah. the only time the Charlotte Hornets are, re are relevant is when you get a random Eric Collins screaming out of his mind moment yeah that gets put on twitter oh, i like ball runs a stoplight yeah, yeah. <laughs> um but um 
I like Bizback Biombo. I thought that was a good deal. He started in 27 of the 30 games with Memphis this past year. I think you can see him come off the bench, uh, give Chet some rest, and we needed re- the Thunder needed rebounding. And honestly, like I wanted to see Andre Drummond come here because I wanted just like a big guy. Mm-hmm. I want a big guy. Pause. Big man, big boards. Jeez. That's where I was going for. And I was I was talking too fast. <laughs> I, I keep trying to tell Preston size matters. Okay. Yeah. And that's what I listen. hear. Yeah. You will not listen to him. I, I just don't know, you know, what it would have costed to, to bring him in um and stuff like that. Look, you get Bismack Biombo on what a one point five million dollar contract for mm-hmm. 30, 40 games, you know, depending how far they go into the playoffs. Mm-hmm. I think that's a, a relatively good deal for what you're going to use them as. Um, and then Gordon Hayward, you know, we'll see. If he plays well, that kind of sets him up to uh, get an extension and and maybe stay with the team or uh, go somewhere else and continue his career. So I'm at this point just all for trading with Houston to get Steven Adams back. I just – I think that would be the best thing. I, I know, I mean, We've seen that a lot uh, on the text line at, at work. So uh, the, the sentiment is with everyone uh, or all of the Thunder fans is that Steven Adams would – they would love to have him back, but he's, he just doesn't fit anymore. Yeah, I just feel like aggressive big man to come off the bench. I could just circle Steven Adams seven times and I, that fits yeah. the role. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, he's going to go down there mm-hmm. and, and, you know – bang with anyone that's down there yeah but my real guy that i want at this point i can't remember if he's still in the orlando magic Wendell carter yeah to me that is Mm. the perfect guy because he grew over his several years not only with chicago but with orlando and because of the big movement that's going on in orlando and for once they don't stink as a franchise uh there you can tell there's little guys that would probably want out to maybe try to get another jump somewhere else and Wendell carter would just be the perfect fit for this okc team yeah, one hundred percent. I I think that was a guy that a lot of Thunder fans had had circled on their list of of players that they wanted. Or just let Philly get bounced in the second round again, right? There's a certain yeah. superstar that's going to get frustrated, um, and I don't know what mm. his contract looks like, but at that Massive. point, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. All right, you move the books. All right, you back up the Brinks truck, and we bring it to Oklahoma City. And Joel Embiid, I will apologize for all the mean things I've said about you because I can't stand watching the guy play basketball. Hate watching the guy play basketball but unless he was on your team if he's wearing okc across his chest i'll buy a jersey i'll buy i'll buy it while I'm you were talking scared. he just flopped again he just flopped yeah, again. yeah. yeah. held uh, his knee peter griffin style <laughs> <laughs> oh that's good stuff yeah no so oh god guys have we talked about the super bowl at all did we talk about that last week because i honestly forgot we did last weekend um, we did yeah. i want to get okay i want to get y'all's thoughts on it are we uh are we is it rigged society right now or do we is the script, there a script the script what went according to plan <laughs> it went according to plan <laughs> she knew she's yeah. an all. Um, all. you guys got the script. preston no, Say it, look, Preston. The, uh... Say it. What are they? What what are the Kansas City Chiefs, Preston? Uh well, now they're a dynasty okay. and they are a uh, they're a really good football team. I mean, so look, I I'm my favorite teams in the AFC West. So I'm not going to sit here and Same. you know say the Chiefs are the best thing to ever, you know, happen to this good green earth. You know, I hate the Kansas City Chiefs. I hate Patrick Mahomes. I hate all of it. Um, but you know, look, they're a good football squad. So, um, I look, I 
I, I said it on our podcast. I said everywhere I could. I knew how that game was going to go. It was going to come down to the last two minutes. Mahomes is going to have the ball down by three and drive down the field and score a touchdown and win it. That's just what happens with Patrick Mahomes. I hate it. You know, I've, I've seen it all too often uh, against my Los Angeles Chargers. What about the whole um, overtime debate thing going on with the, the coaching? Oh, the 49ers not knowing the rules? Yeah, um, yeah. that just kind of shows, like, how prepared Kyle Shanahan is in the biggest game of the year. Yet again, um, another Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, we saw it with Atlanta, uh, and now we saw it, and then we see it again. I mean, uh, it's just Patrick Mahomes is just so good. It's so hard <laughs> to to like deny greatness, right? He's, he, I think there's a lot of people that hate him to the way they the, the same way they hated Brady. And you know, if you can take your blue glasses off, um, if you're a Chargers fan, and appreciate greatness. <laughs> You'll see the dynasty that's going on, and it's going to be a sad day when Travis Kelsey retires and it ends the greatest duo that's in that's been in NFL history, right? Well, I mean, look, I, I saw what Brittany Mahomes had to offer in that SI swimsuit shoot, and I, it almost made me rethink there for a little bit. So, uh, hey, look, I, you know, we talked about this, guys. I want to ask you this, bonk, okay? Bonk. I want to, I want to, I want to ask you guys list. this because we had a debate, or I had a theory, right, that the Disney scriptwriters <laughs> were trying to write the perfect story. And they had, you know, bad boy Travis Kelsey and then American sweetheart uh, Taylor Swift trying to write this great script. And then Brittany Mahomes comes in here with her swimsuit shoot and almost ruins the entire thing. Um, you know, do you think the scriptwriters were pretty were pretty peeved whenever they realized that Brittany Mahomes was was uh was was was, you know, posing half naked uh, for Sports Illustrated, which I thought went out of business. I think you watch too much Hallmark, man. (laughs) (laughs) Mother of two. She's a mother of two. (laughs) She's very talented, too. Everyone saying about the script writing and everything, what that would do for the NFL, they're like, bring it in. Like, the more money, the more eyes on the NFL, the better. And I think that's a way to get, you know – the the non Swifties watching it again. So they no, we the all know Roger Goodell would murder someone for yeah. views. Yeah. So <laughs> yes, we talked about this on our podcast, but like the NFL has been such a mainstay in the ratings um, for all these years, and to see the ratings move at all a single percentage or two is huge. And to s- apparently, again, the numbers that are coming in, according to um, the powers that be, saying uh, the Swifty crowd moving these percentage points so high, that is like, no joke, hundreds of millions of dollars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Swifty um, army or whatever they're called showing up to watch NFL games on Peacock. So, I, I, of course, Roger Goodell is licking his lips like... <laughs> I couldn't have imagined something greater than this. He's looking uh, for other pop stars that he can. Uh, right, right. Like Ariana Grande. Like, yeah. are you free? Anyway. <laughs> Will you go date Dak Prescott, please? <laughs> Selena Gomez. Like, hey, have you met Nicole Hardman? Anyway. <laughs> as an Eagles fan, as a Philadelphia Eagles fan, I had a first row seat for Patrick Mahomes' greatness um, last season. And you're right, Preston. As soon as I saw Kyle Shanahan and those bozos on the 49ers sideline take the ball in overtime, I was like, this game's over. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Purdy is not going to beat these guys. So, I mean, yeah, it, it, it ended up being a great game. Uh, for, well, at least half of a great game. The first half was kind of lame. 
Uh, Usher was incredible. Oh yeah. Uh, Alicia Keys' first note was not. <laughs> and uh, yeah, the Chiefs are the best of our lifetime since the Patriots. I won't say the best of our lifetime because I definitely watched the Patriots growing up, and I'm more partial to the Patriots than the, than the Kansas City Chiefs. But again, I'm I'm very biased, and I will let that be known that I despise anything that Patrick Mahomes does. Yeah. Likewise, yeah. Preston, we're in full agreement here. Uh, <laughs> you Q-tip, yeah, who's your not, favorite team? He's a Cowboys. He's a Cowboy guy. Oh, you and Levi. Hey, welcome to hell, brother. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I I cannot. You know what? I hope that Ariana Grande gets to meet Dak Prescott, right? Because maybe he would actually learn how to, she would show him how to move his feet. All right? Because the dude gets into a playoff game and he just, and he becomes a statue. All right? So I, I don't know. I don't know what to do with the Dallas Cowboys other than, you know, maybe Roger Goodell can go in there and knock off Jerry Jones. Like at this point, do it. You know, like let's see what Steven's got. I, I, I'm so done with being a cowboys fan it's not even funny i wish i could change but i just can't i can i root for that stupid star that stupid <laughs> blue and silver and I, I i hate myself every single football season because i get excited and then i get clowned every time, every you. time. someone <laughs> understands the pain yeah. oh goodness because the the thing is is what's going to happen is i i give I give Ian as much crap about the Broncos as possible, but really the laughing stock every single time is the <laughs> Dallas Cowboys. It's it's comedic the mistakes that they make. I mean, my favorite one is we all we sat down and watched the first round of the NFL draft. And I was set on it, Michael Mayer, first round. Just write it in and let's all go be happy. These two watch me have a meltdown because we pick Mozzie Smith in the first round. It is I and the thing is he's been terrible. Yeah. He's been awful. And yet Osa That's my goat right there. Odiggy Zua has been better. <laughs> he's turned into a better DT. And so that tells you like and the thing is they decided to go with McCarthy for another season. Hmm? Just burn it to the ground. Burn it. Well, and not everyone can have Harbaugh walk through the doors. So I, I get it. I, I hope that Jim gets caught cheating so hard. It's not even. I, look, brother, I already told you I'd help him cheat in any way he wants, dude. As long as you can win a Super Bowl, that's all I care about. If he needs you to go hide a body, you're like, okay, so where's the location? Yeah, I'll do it. <laughs> and that, and that goes for any team in this state as well. If you guys want to hide bodies and cheat to win, I'm in. <laughs> You, you, heard it here first, right? folks. you heard it here first <laughs> but um you got skeletons in the closet we'll help you. evidence now the funniest part is if you watch the draft at all they're always showing the player that's probably about to be picked yeah. and they were solo cam on michael meyer michael mm -hmm. Meyer. And see, this is what we got to deal with. And then they went up to the podium with an M, and it was it was Mozzie Smith. And granted, the year before, <laughs> the Cowboys were supposed to be drafting Tyler Lindeball. Oh, I believe, right, Levi? And they drafted Tyler. Shout out Tulsa Zone. Tulsa Zone, Tyler Smith. Zone. So Levi is in, yeah, he is in a tough shape back-to-back -back drafts. But this year, hey, maybe they'll turn it around this year. Meanwhile, the Eagles are just drafting the entire Georgia defense. Uh, it's it in a bad smart. way. It's, I mean, it's worked, yeah. 
And then I don't know what the heck the Denver Broncos are doing. I don't know if we're keeping Wilson. I don't know if he's going away. Mm. Are we going to draft Bo Nix? If not, Portland I mean, Sutton is coming to the Eagles. That's a room. <laughs> Goodness. Not. By the way, uh, Kylie, what's your team? Are you a Chiefs person? Um, You can. Okay. I, I'm tentative to say that right now because of the whole Swifty thing. And I get it. I'm the only girl here. Uh, but you can ask these two boys. I've been with the Chiefs since we started this show. Mm-hmm. However, or I if, did grow if up. Kyler Murray and Jalen yeah. Hurts are playing. Yeah, that's okay, yeah. <laughs> I'm very much in on that. Kyler Murray that fan. Just the oh, and Baker himself. Mayfield as well, yes. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong oh, with you that. quarterback fan? Basically, if they're hot and a quarterback, she's in. <laughs> <laughs> but I can't blame her, right? Thank I can't God. blame her. Shout out. <laughs> you, that's kind of an Eagles fan. I'll take that, Kylie. I'll take that. <laughs> <laughs> that too, I mean, didn't I say that last year? Um when they were uh, in the Super Bowl together, I, I, had, I was like very torn between the two. Um, and who did I take? I think I said the Chiefs for sure. I, I believe so. Yeah. I, I think I said the Chiefs both well, years. So that there was, you go. Uh, you <laughs> called Roger Goodell and told him to get the holding yeah. call on James <laughs> Bradbury. It's all your fault, Kylie. <laughs> that, what, oh my gosh. I was watching that game with Levi last year, now two years ago. Mm-hmm. And you know how now on the internet, it's like, I can't avoid the Chris Stapleton national anthem. It's everywhere. And every single year during the Super Bowl now, there's going to be that video of him singing the National Anthem. Mm-hmm. And it was incredible and beautiful. And Nick Sirianni was crying. I was crying. It was great. And But now, forever, it is just the the pain and the sting that comes with that. So, so yeah, I, I understand <laughs> the Cowboys haven't made it to the NFC Championship game in any of our lifetimes. Um, and they thanks. have thanks for that. Thanks, thank you. We appreciate <laughs> that. Yeah, I mean, like, it, it, I will I, say, I, yeah. I, my family is all Cowboys fans, and like when I started getting into football a little bit younger, um, I was like, you know what, they kind of suck. I really hated the stereotype just walking around Oklahoma, so I was like, what's the next closest team? And that's how I kind of got on the Chiefs bandwagon there a little bit, but I'm hey, still here in a twerking. <laughs> that is kind of what that's almost the exact same thing i did with um with the broncos i started as a brett mm-hmm. Favre fan before before all the stand-up guy huh other things yeah i think he was terrible also, for that the, the stuff was charitable the, allegedly the stuff with the jets i had no idea i was like nine <laughs> so i didn't know what was going on there it's like was he some with a phone okay whatever when he was with the vikings i was a fan of that then I was like a fan of Tebow, and then Peyton Manning showed up. I was like, I'm, I'm going to stay. I'm going to stay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Stay with the man yeah. with the five head. We understand. Yeah. Yeah. Kylie, I'm a little yeah. bit like you. A lot of people that I know are uh, are Dallas fans, and I was just like, I want to be the opposite. So yeah. I, <laughs> I, chose, I chose the Eagles. They were really good back then with Andy Reid. Donovan McNabb, Brian Westbrook, Brian Dawkins, all those guys. So I was like, this is sweet. Like Deshaun Jackson is beating these guys every year. So I'm in. And so that's how I'm. You know what? And we we love Jalen Hurts, so I can't knock you there. (laughs) Uh, I was not a fan when we drafted. Hand up. I used to be the number one Carson Wentz fan. These guys can attest. I was the number one Carson Wentz fan. Yep. I loved that guy. And so I was mad. But I love him now. It worked out for the better. Carson Wentz simply forgot how to play football. Uh, He's the first person that that's ever happened to. And and so we got Jalen Hurts and Howie Roseman. uh, He's a genius. 
Yeah, truly, I was actually mad when Jalen Hurts came to OU from Alabama. I it was it was right after Kyler, right? And mm-hmm. Kyler just left, and I was like, I don't want this trader. He's not going to be loyal. Like, blah blah blah, whatever. It lasted about one week, and I said, All right, he's the man. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I saw that squat video of him in the in the weight room. I was like damn it not again yeah, just of course it's like that that's an OU guy oh no we're screwed it's literally the, they can't keep getting away with this they can't keep getting- year after year great quarterback after great quarterback make it sad here just like gosh like, again oh, we have alan bowman yippee some <laughs> may have called him alan bowman yeah. there may have Four been people, years of spencer sanders there <laughs> may have been people on this podcast that called him alan bowman but uh, next yeah, up is russell westbrook apparently we're going to be mm-hmm. throwing out those nicknames <laughs> he, he i might won pull out the alan bowman kansas kansas times. state and ou games we would thank him for that yeah. Did Alan Bowman win that Bedlam game? Or was it maybe a couple of guys that were standing on the sidelines? <laughs> hey, man, you know. Are you hey, talking about hey, Brett Yormark <laughs> on the sideline? Yeah. Listen, I don't know where he was standing, but he had his hand in somebody's pocket. I think so. Hey, I, hey, you know, a win is a win is a win, okay? <laughs> hey, just score next time. I don't know. <laughs> score more points. It is true. They had plenty of chances. Yeah. No, um, yeah. Thank you guys again for coming on. We'll have to do this again. Yeah, yeah, uh, for sure, man. Definitely. Sorry we missed last week. That was a whole uh, ordeal. Oh but, no, yeah. you're fine, dude. Yeah, no, yeah, don't worry about it. Chill. Yeah, car show. It, it, it's all good, man. Yeah. So I'm I think glad we we're, were able gonna, to make it up. This is a new podcast alliance, and I'm I'm really liking it. IPL yeah. times three. There you uh, go, yeah. man. For sure. We'll so. have to have you guys on on Three's Company next time. We'll yeah. be ready for sure. <laughs> time. For sure. We'd love that anytime. We'll do drafts. We're yeah. flexible. Oh, yeah. We'll do whatever. We're very takes. flexible. We'll have to. Uh, we'll have to come up with a yeah. good draft idea and uh, mm-hmm. and get a draft going. For sure. Perfect. Yeah. Keep keep on doing the great work that uh, you're doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really enjoy it, guys. Go download a uh, Three's Company on all podcast forms. Follow uh, each of these uh, three fine people on Twitter. Go ahead and just shout out your like socials. Real quick, because I can't remember off the top of my head. Yeah, so uh, mine is uh, Preston Pool four hundred five. Just very simple. Um, and then what? What's yours? Q tip Q tip forty seven exactly, on, yep. on Twitter. And then I think Even Kylie, you're easier. just you're just at Kylie Osborne. Osborne. Yep. Yeah. So very very it right, simple. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You'll find it though. Yeah, for sure. For you sure. The, we'll get the sports animal Twitter page too. You'll find yeah. it. Yeah. Yes, for well, sure. They. It's not live, but it's like yeah. So we we pre-record it. Yeah, yeah. Taped to live, so we pre-record it and then put it out as live. Um, because we 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 can't go live. There we're too much of a liability. So uh, who knows what's going to be coming out of these mouths? More than the morning animals, you're more of a liability. Than <laughs> well, that's the Murdoch. issue. Q-tip spent too much time. Yeah, one of them. Yeah. <laughs> I bet Q-tip has war stories. Dude, if you get me started on Kevin Durant, I can't promise you that I'm not going to cuss. I mean, I'm just going to be honest. Then like, we will need a three-hour podcast so we can go through this because I'm, <laughs> I'm in on this. We're going to have to get a We're going to have to do something because I had, like, uh, Preston had to tell me to calm down last time. Like, that was going to help. Tell me to calm down. I've had years of this bent-up frustration of Kevin Durant leaving me on America's birthday. 
<laughs> like a if lot we, of people. If we talked about yeah. KD at all, this just turned our like whole podcast will turn into like Q-tip diaries of just him ranting. <laughs> yeah. Y'all are just gonna have to lock Q-tip and I in a room, and we just hash out our Kevin Durant problems. Yeah. <laughs> Levi, you almost and, just and picked him too. in our draft. Hey, oh, I, I may have gave him an honorable mention. He's a great scorer, but I was never gonna pick him. Okay. Yeah. I'll never forget. I like many people have a KD leaving story of where I was at a town 4th of July event. Like the whole town of my small town was at this event. And at the same time, all of us looked at our phones and got the ESPN notification. And I kid you not. It was a 4th of July event. Like everybody was talking and screaming and everything. Dead silence at this event. (laughs) I'll never forget the silence. Just fireworks in the back. like Yeah, Yeah, pretty much. And we were all just... Like they ruined me. Yeah, no, that's funny. That I uh, was like on full like KD watch for like several days. I go run and make my bed. My dad goes, "Well, Kevin Durant just signed with a thought with the Warriors." I was like, (laughs) and like we went to like my neighbor's pool across the street because we were like house sitting, and I'm just in the pool just like drowning yourself and <laughs> I thought of that. I was like, what are we gonna do <laughs> just starfished out in the pool yeah <laughs> it was it was hot so i'm just like standing there just like man <laughs> like what are we yeah. gonna do it was uh, a very unfortunate day yeah. across that Oklahoma. could be our draft is like top sports betrayals yeah yeah, that's oh, a good one. Yeah. I've got quite a few of those. Yeah. <laughs> we'll have to, uh, Several. We'll have to put that together. Everyone's just choosing Kevin Durant number one. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. we're what just going to have a therapy rhymes. session for oh, all of us. Wait. There's one. There's uh-huh. there's another one. I forgot about. Mink and Wiley, may Oh, yeah. Know. Yeah, that, that was definitely tough. Mink yeah. and Wiley. Yeah. 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 Yeah, Kevin oh, wow. Durant, Lincoln Riley, and DeMarco Murray. Uh, DeMarco Murray leaving the Cowboys. <laughs> oh, I'll never he was, forget. Yeah, yeah. He was yeah. terrible with the Eagles. He I, I, and he, but he went to Philadelphia. Okay? He, he, gets, what he, Sam Bradford, he gets what he deserves. He gets what he deserves. They were the man. saviors, him and Sam Bradford. They were not. <laughs> yeah. well, you got to put some of it on Chip Kelly, too. He had no Max, clue what the hell terrible. he was doing. Yeah, I'm glad DeMarco decided to ruin the dynasty that was building in Dallas. Right? Oh, yeah. 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 Tony they, Romo they won it all. a Super Bowl. That would have made it. That would have fixed everything. They'd still yeah. be winning Super Bowl. <laughs> Des yeah. did catch it, okay? Uh, <laughs> you want to go on a rant? We can go on a rant. Let's I go. hate the Green Bay Packers. I hate oh, the Green no. Bay Packers. Every year. It's <laughs> As much as Aaron Rodgers hates the vaccine, you hate the Packers. Yeah, exactly. Also started the hate relationship that I have with Barry Church. You couldn't cover Jared Cook, you moron. (laughs) (laughs) You just go through Dallas Cowboy hate right now. uh, This is great. (laughs) Herschel Walker. Let's work. Let's go all the way. No, I'm just kidding. Herschel Walker, (laughs) Barry Switzer. Also, shout out Green Bay Packer legend A.J. Hawk. We got about yeah. the vaccine talk. I, I think uh, all the cowboy hate boils down to one man, and that's the old man running the show. So I, I yeah. think that's the one you got to be mad at. Aaron Rodgers. You're right. I, <laughs> I cannot stand that guy. Okay? Mike McCarthy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Why Why did we hire the guy that wanted to beat us every year in the, in the playoffs? Like, I mean, Mike McCarthy he hasn't had a Dallas Cowboy win in, in his entire career. A playoff win, I guess I should say. The dude sucks. And, well, and like I said, it, he lied line. in the interview. Yeah. I <laughs> didn't even watch the film. Like, what are we doing right now? I watched everything. Did Jerry Jones have a sleepover with him? 
Was that a thing that happened? Or am I making no, it up? What he did was he went on Google and said, coaches that have won Super Bowl. And he looked <laughs> and he saw, okay, Mike McCarthy. Oh, he won that at AT&T Stadium? He, he won that at place. Yeah. Jerry <laughs> went, okay, I fired that guy. I fired Steven, that guy. you heard this guy? guy. Mike oh, McCarthy? Yeah, yeah, Jerry, he beat us last year. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. Steve, you heard of this guy, Mike McCarthy? Oh, you heard man. of this guy, Mike? I'm gonna draft. I'm gonna get pick him up with Johnny Manziel. That, yeah, we, know, we that, can't pick up Johnny Manziel. <laughs> Wait, how many years is he removed from winning the Super Bowl? Oh, okay, that's fine. <laughs> Nine. All right. <laughs> Wait, Lincoln Riley's next. Here? Lincoln Riley. <laughs> Lincoln Riley. Yeah. He's gonna. Yeah. He's gonna be like, man, that guy's never lost in my stadium. He's hired. Yeah. All right. It is higher. Yeah. Perfect. Thank you guys again. Yeah. Thank yeah, you no so much. Enjoyed it. Yes. Of course. We will see y'all next time. Thank you. All guys right. So Have much. a good one, guys. Later. See y'all. Thank you. See y'all. Thank you. See you later.